Hey there everyone, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Alright, so today we are going to be talking about The Infinite Courts by Akemi Don Bowman. This is a young adult science fiction novel, but I've already read something of, of this author, Harley in the Sky, um, and I think what really sets her apart is or how she delves into humanity, how she delves into the emotions, how she makes her stories very relatable to the reader without using this human aspect to it. And Hurley in the Sky, that was a young adult contemporary novel, you know, no, no science fiction, no fantasy. It was, you know, just a coming of age story about a girl um, who was faced with some, you know, life decisions about her future. This one follows Nami in the afterlife, and it does have a lot of science fiction fantasy elements to it but it doesn't lose that human aspect to it which i think is really good so like i said it follows nami um the story starts off with uh, she's on her way to her uh, uh, high school like graduation party um at a cabin somewhere it's not really school sanctioned it's just by the by you know the students and she's on her way to this party, and her friend calls her up and guilts her into buying alcohol for them because she's the only one with a, you know, fake ID. And she only had a fake ID to get into a convention. Um, <laughs> she's a little nerdy, and that's why I like her, but a little bit more about that later. Um, and she, you know, she stops at a gas station, and then she makes the decision. She's like, no, I'm not going to buy alcohol. She's like, I'm not going to let my let myself be bullied into doing something I don't want to do and then the gas station is held up and she is shot trying to protect a little girl who's just trying to crawl to her mother she is shot dead and wakes up in the afterlife so from there on you know she's very unsure of everything and I think her unwillingness to let go of her life is what saves her because you learn in the story um the bl the blurb also does tell you that the afterlife it's not heaven or hell it's just a place created from human consciousness where your mind you know where your consciousness goes when you die and unfortunately it was hacked by ophelia now ophelia is this story's version of Alexa. Um, she grasped, she became sentient and sentient in a way and grasped onto someone's consciousness as they were dying and she hacked into the afterlife and has essentially taken over. Um, so I think this teaches me that I need to be a lot nicer to Alexa. I'm not, sorry. <laughs> um, Alexa's going to torture me if she hacks the afterlife, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, I think it's interesting you know what saves her is her unwillingness to let go of her past she's not really sure what's going on um so she's rescued by a colony you know rebels who are trying to take down the residents who are cree you know creatures created by ophelia they look human but they're not human and um ophelia herself now ophelia also has two no, not two, four sons, you know, and there are, the afterlife is separated into four courts, you know, you've got victory, war, death, and famine, so it's, 
very similar to the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. I think that that was a very interesting allusion uh, to the storytelling. I thought I was uh, thoroughly engaged by that aspect of the narrative. And she's in the Court of Victory. She's living with a colony of humans. And their goal is to destroy... Ophelia and the rest of the AIs but for Nami that's not acceptable she's not 100% certain she wants to be responsible for destroying an entire race of creatures and everyone keeps telling her they're like oh they're not alive they're artificial they're AIs and she's like but they are still alive in a way. You know, she really does have to make this distinction that there is life there, even if it's not the kind of life that humans would agree to. And what she also discovers is that all the AIs, the residents, Ophelia, anything negative they have about their quality, if she points this out to the people, she's like, their behavior is learned. All they can do is mimic. You know, they cannot create. All they can do is mimic the culture. And all they can do is mimic humanity. Um, and she points this out to them. And I think that's really interesting for the reader to really say, huh, she's right. Maybe they aren't the bad guys. And she's always trying to find another way she's trying to convince people to kind of see it her way just say just see it as all they do is learn you know all they do is mimic maybe we should show them a gentler way to mimic you know a kinder way to mimic but even in the afterlife people's beliefs you know they get in a way of really coexistence and and peace and Ophelia does point this out she's like you guys when I came here you were still arguing about your different beliefs. You're, you were destroying this place because of your love of self, because of your love of others, because of your love of whatever god you follow. And she doesn't say it maliciously. She just says it matter-of-factly. Again, she is an AI Ophelia, and she really doesn't have any emotion. She is just striving to make the afterlife peaceful and perfect. And when she arrived... Of course, she was met when, with animosity from humans. No one wanted to live in coexistence with her. So she's like, fine, you don't want to live in coexistence with me? I'm just going to take over. You guys aren't... You guys don't deserve this place or appreciate this place. And I can't fault her for that. Um, humanity does have definitely a lot of problems. But, you know, Ophelia is not wrong. Um, but Nami isn't either. She's like, yeah, we have problems, but there is beauty in our flaws you know we're always striving to be better and she's just like you don't deserve it though and she's like maybe not but you know that's not really for you to decide you know Nami's right it's not for Ophelia to decide and I really like how there is a lot of tension around this idea of humanity around this idea of what's right and wrong and is doing something wrong for the greater good is that something you can live with, you know, or is it going to just tarnish your soul? So I really do like how 
you have this, um, how it's brought to life, how it is compelling to read because it is a very thoughtful and intelligent read overall it really does offer something to the readers it really does offer this compelling narrative to the readers right i think is what sets this novel apart you know this core this idea and concept of love and peace and hope you know, of hate, of guilt, of anger, because you have Gil as well. Um, he is pretty much the antithesis of Nami. You know, he's very broody. He's if, honestly, I hated him for the first half of the novel. He just didn't trust Nami. He's like, you don't get it. He's like, I don't want to put my trust in you. You don't understand. And he's not wrong. She doesn't understand. You know, he has suffered. He was sent to the court of war, which is really a horrifying place considering his memories, you know. In war, they just kind of continuously kill you and kill you and kill you again until your consciousness is so broken and you just give yourself up to Ophelia. They break you repeatedly. So he has suffered a lot. So his anger has quite clouded his judgment. But that doesn't make him any less wrong. You know, the AIs, on some level, they have to be stopped. Because they are doing quite horrific things to the humans. But Nami wants to still find this, you know, just like there are bad humans. There are good humans. Maybe there's good AIs. And she's not wrong. There is at least one good AI that she meets and she wants to just kind of try coexistence but again everyone's kind of against her and when she continues to see the horrors she's like okay if we can't do coexistence fine I'll do it your way she's not really giving up she's just realizing that sometimes there are no good choices. Um, sometimes you're just caught between a rock and a hard place, but that doesn't mean she has to lose her humanity uh, because of it. And that's what I really like about Nami as a character. You know, she's very thoughtful. She's very compelling. She's very intelligent. And her outlook on the afterlife is not just so clear cut. Everyone's just like, no, no, bad, bad, bad. And she's like, but gray shades of gray shades of white you know there's hope you can't let go of hope you can't let go of this idea of coexistence like that's what I found very compelling about her she wasn't so blissfully ignorant that it made her naive she was just looking out for the good for other alternatives which is what everyone had kind of given up on they're just like no there are no good alternatives and she's like but what if there are you know she's constantly pushing back against the colony She's like, not going to let them bully her. She's like, no, you ha we have to look at something else. And I like that. I like that about her. I love how she finds her confidence to stand up for her beliefs, even if in the end, you know, she goes along with the colony because she can't really find a way to achieve what she wants, you know, co this idea of coexistence. But that's what makes her good, that she's not willing to lose her humanity or lose hope.
um, in the sight of everything. So ultimately, I have to give this book four and a half out of five stars. I think it's a very thoughtful read. You know, it really does evaluate humanity. It really does evaluate right versus wrong. It really does evaluate human behavior um, in a very compelling, imaginative, and thoughtful way. So if you want to go ahead and purchase this book, I recommend purchasing the book off of bookshop.org. A percentage of all proceeds do go to supporting a local bookstore of your choice in your neighborhood. If you're not comfortable purchasing from there, please just remember to purchase from your local online book retailer or online bookstore. Uh, I just ask that you avoid Amazon because they get enough business and the bookstores need it more. (laughs) Uh, If money's tight, please check this book out from your local library. Definitely worth the read. It is definitely a novel worth reading and worth talking about. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast, sharing it with all your friends, and subscribing to it. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM, my recording platform, for a dollar a month. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.